It's time for today's episode of the College Recruiting Weekly Podcast with your host, Oreo Cookie Connoisseur and America's recruiting guru, Dan Tudor. So as we start 2024, coaches and everybody around the world kind of pushes the reset button. They figure out what didn't go right in 2023 or the previous year. What is my plan to make things go right in 2024? And for coaches, that extends to not only their coach and their professional life, but also them personally. And I wanted to invite a person that I've known now for a couple of decades in different uh, forms, used to be involved in uh, sports media in California and has a background as a Ivy League football player and then a business professional and now author, author of several successful books. And the one I want to talk to him about is a book called Hit Your Bullseye, which we will have the link up in the show notes for the podcast. But let me first welcome to the podcast, John Nicholas. John, so good to see you. And it's been way too long for a catch-up conversation. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to what you're going to be offering coaches today. Thanks, Dan. Uh, you are one of my favorite people of all time. And uh, so I love visiting with you and uh, really appreciate your business over the years and just how you treat people and, uh, you know, do do your stuff. So uh, great to be with you. Yeah. And, and so you bring a background that's very interesting because we, we talk to and interview a lot of coaches specifically on the podcast because it's a podcast to make coaches better at what they do. But you have kind of this multifaceted uh, background that is very unique. So college football player, uh, got involved in sports business and media, uh, you know, in your earlier years, we'll just say. And then that transformed into things like real estate and now being an author of several books. And we're going to basically take two parts. We're going to talk about one book here and then in the next episode, we are going to um, uh, extend this conversation to a really interesting book you wrote on personal finance, getting out of debt, and having coaches address some of the money concerns that come along with coaching, especially at the beginning of their career. And we're going to put that uh, on our Honey Badger recruiting website. Just as you're listening to this, you can plop on over to dantutor.com, click on the Honey Badger link, and find that that episode there that will We'll talk separately, but for this conversation, the whole idea behind Hit Your Bullseye, it sounds like it has an interesting genesis in terms of how this started and the idea for it. And I say that in the context that there are so many kind of self-help, improve yourself, get direction in your life type of books, podcasts, resources. Can you talk about how this started and what uh, and why you feel it's different for, for maybe a coach or anybody else to listen to and, and read and take advice from? Sure. Well, I'll tell you this. It started by accident uh, about 50 years ago, actually. Um, and that was when, at the age of 16, I crashed my mother's car into a house during a Halloween night car chase with police. Uh, it got me thrown in jail, uh, kicked off my high school football team, and almost, you know, ruined my life. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, no one got hurt, uh, but the damage was done and I was devastated and it really forced me to start digging. And I mean, digging for direction, looking in the mirror, getting, you know, real looking for clarity. You know, who am I? 
what am I about? Where am I going? You know, a lot of apologies to a lot of people and, and uh, really a reckoning. Yeah. And I think for me, it came earlier than it does for many people, but we all, you know, when there's a crisis moment or a, a definite strain, it can challenge us. And what I've discovered uh, can be very helpful to others. And that's this. What I discovered was you, we can gain tremendous strength and clarity when we review our personal history, our dreams and our DNA and, and really get an idea of, you know, where we're from, how we're made, you know, what's in us and, uh, you know, what's the big picture? What's the long view? What's, what's that, that target or, or ultimate destination? And, um, you know, for me, it was the dream that I dug down into, even though I was not a great athlete, never the best. And even though I was now kicked off a team and might never get to play again, uh, I had a dream of playing pro football and that became a kind of North star kind of thing. And, and ultimately I was able to play several years and ended up signing with a Super Bowl champion team uh, to kind of bring it all full circle. Uh, it was an adventure and it was, it was an amazing odyssey or quest to get there. Uh, but it's one area of life where I saw what I call convergence, personal convergence. And it's the idea of harnessing key elements of your history, your dreams, your DNA, and directing them and allowing them to propel you, me, others we know and care about towards basically their ultimate destiny, their, their ultimate impact, their, their best success and, and their greatest happiness, you know, in the journey. Right. And so I call it personal convergence, this, this uh, notion of harnessing things, almost like uh, when you look up convergence in the dictionary, it's, it tells you that it's the unifying, um, you know, kind of harmonizing of various elements, or most simply, imagine three rivers flowing into one, hmm. merging into one into one it's almost it's a little bit like nuclear fusion which scientists tell us is the most powerful force in the universe and harnessing that power uh to propel us forward and uh so i'm excited about that it's kind of some old school principles or you know success keys as well as kind of uh, some nuclear powered <laughs> <laughs> physics that we're, yeah. we're borrowing yeah. Uh, to to uh, propel us forward. So two follow-up questions. First of all, you're talking to a bunch of coaches, so you can't get by with the generic, a Super Bowl championship team that you signed with. Uh, which team was it? Well, that was back when the uh, Redskins were, were, you know, not the commanders right. quite yet. Uh, goes way back to the, the Hogs and Theismann and Riggins and those guys. Yeah. Uh, so it's ancient history to most listeners, <laughs> but... Um, you know, I, I played, <laughs> I played in a time where uh, a lot of top, uh, you know, first round draft picks and e even Super Bowl quarterbacks were being paid more to play up in the CFL, which I played a couple years up there. And so I had the, the interesting time of playing against people like 
Vince Ferragamo or Billy White Shoes Johnson, Warren Moon, yeah. and all kinds of other, you know, uh, top players who they were getting paid more to play in the CFL for wow. a very short window of time. And then the uh, strike in the NFL changed everything. And, you know, um, the pay scales, you know, kind of yep. corrected. After yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and the second part goes back to what you were saying about the inspiration for the book. Can you talk a little bit about the aspect of how personal history, your personal, my personal history, a coach's personal history is a part of that DNA. And that makes sense because that's, you know, how you formed and, and your background obviously is going to impact you as to who you are moving forward. I don't think people look at that and say that, um, that that's a solution or that that's part of how I get to the bullseye uh, in my life and my career as a coach, as a person. Can you just talk a little bit about that one little segment that you talked about is how did you figure out that where your personal history was an important ingredient in all that? Okay. Well, there are several facets uh, of your personal history, everything from your extended family, you know, your, your heritage, let's say your mm -hmm. key people in your family. Uh, you know, for me, it was my grandfather who started as a, a, a Greek immigrant in on the street corners of Chicago selling flowers and, uh, later became one of America's first uh, commercial developers of shopping centers, you know, and mm -hmm. lived in a mansion overlooking uh, Lake Michigan. And it's a, it's a true success story, but he also endured some great pain through the, the depression and so forth. And, and so, you know, you have these signature people in your family history. Maybe it's your mom, your dad, your, you know, your uncle, whoever, elements like that. There's things I, where I'm talking about even looking at like your birth order in your family, looking at uh, family traits or, you know, elements that, that you can either use, uh, you know, as positive reinforcements or if there's some negative stuff, you can kind of see yourself as the heroic figure in your family who's going to redeem that or, or mm. you know, turn that around and the, the negativity. Nobody's ever gone to to college, let's say, well, I'm going to be the first, you know, uh, various elements that, that we look at create these, these dynamic elements within us when we start looking in different areas of our background. And I, and we have a, I should just say this right up front. There's a free form that you can get at hityourbullseye.com that walks you through, you know, just a free summary of the key areas and immediately you'll start having, you know, lights flash and you'll be connecting dots and you'll start recognizing some patterns <clears throat> as you look at things. Uh, so it breaks down into some different areas. But bottom line is you're just seeing how maybe for the first time, because we don't spend much time, you know, soul searching. Right. Know? Oh, absolutely. Kind of, you know, not doesn't happen much. We're too busy. We're too distracted. But it helps you kind of harness key elements and see them collide almost like, you know, nuclear, you know, elements. And they throw off a lot of heat and a lot of energy and start directing you in, in a way with with a, a different kind of passion about your your life and uh, your direction. So from what I heard you say, it almost sounds that like one of the approaches 
you recommend an individual, a coach to take is not so much look at your past as either positive or negative solely, but it's almost, it sounds like you attach a story or a meaning or you get to craft that background into something that is going to help you achieve more rather than either set you back or feel like you can't get there because of the background that you had or be resentful because, oh, well, my family did grow up wealthy or my dad or mom was a high-powered coach or athlete and now I'm lagging behind them. Is that fair to say? Am I getting that part right? I think you're touching on the point that we are looking at our lives in in a uh, epic way. Okay, and epic goes back to a Greek word, epikos, which means uh, poetry, story, drama, etc. Et you know, it's it's uh, great, great clashes, great victories, uh, great tragedies, all this type of stuff. But when we see our life in a bigger picture, with a with a longer view, and we we can start, for lack of a better word, seeing our heroic quest. Okay, and every single person is the, the star of their story, right? Right. And, and the quest is real. And it's engaging it in a different way. Uh, but I think you were you were touching on it. It's like, okay. yeah, you're regardless of your background or your situation, there are key elements that you can bring together and use as kind of like your superpowers, so to speak as you move forward and as you chart your course and put out your ultimate goals or destination, those are the things that start magnetizing you. You know, they draw you forward. And I'd like to talk a little bit more about, about that in a second, but yeah, that's, that's what we're talking yeah. about. So does this apply also, and I want to get into a couple of the seven keys that you talked about and we have coaches go to that, uh, that link, the website that you uh, that you mentioned, uh, and and download their own. But just to touch on a couple, does does what you're talking about apply only to individuals, or could a coach apply the same type of thing to their program? And the reason I ask you this, John, is because we are big on making sure coaches tell a story around their program that a recruit or a family can attach themselves to. So you went to Brown University. I'm sure you don't remember many of the stats and facts and figures at the time about Brown and what maybe led to the logical side of that decision, but you probably remember a lot of the reasons emotionally and maybe illogically that you associated, like, that's the place for me. Uh, so we, we try to encourage coaches to do that. Can you take these principles and take them out of only uh, personal target hitting, and all, but also then take it to a a team, an athletic department, an organization, and apply it to that. Man, you are right on, brother. I'll tell you. Uh, I talk in in this book. I talk more about the personal convergence, right. but there's also something that I call corporate mm -hmm. convergence, and it's an area of business development that I want to be helping uh, organizations with. And so you're right on with that. And to craft a a view of your organization that's based on history, dreams, and DNA. You know, how we're made is different, you know, and, and I go into, you know, the different kinds of personality profiles and, and, and other elements that are part of our DNA. Uh, but every corporate group has 
some history to draw from. Everyone does have a dream. Well, why not put it out there clearly? You know, uh, and then what is the DNA? What? Why is this place, you know, unique and and extraordinary? You know, and 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 if and if it hasn't been yet, it's how we're going to be there. You know, how we're going to be that that special place that went from this to this. You know, that went from being kicked off his high school football team to signing a contract and, you know, being with the, the best pro football team in the world. You know, how how can we make that that quest real? Coach, there's a better way to organize your day. Follow the tips from Busy Coach. Mandy Green's Busy Coach program helps college coaches manage their schedule, create better organizing techniques, and shows them how to get everything done in their day. If you're a part of the Busy Coach program, you already know how it's changed your career. If you aren't, go to dantutor.com and click on the Busy Coach tab to start getting free advice on how to make your college coaching career a less stressful, more successful one. And, and you know, you talk about in the in the book, you know, things like things that I think we all assume are are aspects of how we might you know formulate a dream and you know what makes up our DNA and things like personality. Uh, certainly is, is, you know, you address that S on the list. Um, you also talk about gifts, talent, your skill set. And so I wanted to ask you just to define that a little bit more that somebody listening to this and look, all, everybody who listens to this podcast, college coach, they've had a good degree of success athletically. Now they're in their coaching field. They want to be successful. Uh, and yet a lot of coaches, while they love to coach and they're good at the X's and O's, the mechanics of their sport, the coaching, the teaching, training, they would say, well, I'm not a great communicator or I'm a little more introverted and shy. Um, and yet you would say, I think, in in your book that that still makes up your DNA and it has to factor into how you pursue your goals. So in a business where they have to get somebody to buy into the dream, the vision, the story of their program. And yet they may feel like I'm not very good at telling that story. How do they bridge that gap? Great question. And I think we get better at sharing our our organizational story or our own story because we've paid enough attention to it so that we can easily crafted it's almost like a 30 second elevator pitch right? right you know and there's always a pitch i'm sure for for i mean i think of the the my recruiter okay yeah. uh, brown had just won the ivy league title so that helped his pitch uh, and i was being recruited by harvard at the same time even though i went from being a really dumb bad student dumb jock uh and had to make that turnaround and and again i couldn't have done it without these kind of insights that, that right. struck and, and led me forward. Uh, but anyone, you, whoever you are, you can craft your story and craft the story for the person you're recruiting or the person you're assisting because you're looking for the right things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like having a, a clear eye or a paradigm, which is kind of a, a, a filter through which you're looking at things. And once you are alert to these things in your own life, you can then tell your story in a most 
in the most compelling way. And you can identify the people you're dealing with because you're interested in what is the history of this team or this organization right. or this college or this whatever it is, you know, and how can I craft that? I don't care whether I'm an introvert or an extrovert. We're all going to have our own style. Right. And we're all going to energize ourselves differently, you know, introvert right. versus extrovert. But the story is the thing. And, and so, you're, so you're so right in your training to, to be, you know, obviously, you know, uh, emphasizing that. But this is the excitement of life. You know, we are in an epic quest, each one of us. And this is what you can invite somebody into. The, the coach who, who recruited me, his name was Andy Desrinko, and he was on the phone a lot. And, and he was just pitching, man. Just, oh, mm -hmm. man, we're bringing in the top athletes in from all over the country. Yes, you're in California. Yes, we're 3,000 miles away. Yes, you're being recruited by Western colleges and stuff. But why don't you come here and be part of this? We're bringing in so-and-so. I mean, I played with, I had five five different pro pro ballers as teammates. Wow. Through one little Ivy League school. Steve Jordan was an eight-time pro bowl tight end with the Minnesota Vikings. John Sinnott was a big stud offensive lineman. Uh, my, my linebacking partner played five years with the Jets, John Woodring. Uh, we had excellent things going on and, and, the, the head coach was also one of these dream dream casters. Right. You know, and that is, we're all called to be that, even if we're raising our child or grandchild or any, any of that. Right. And the, the students, the, the players, we got to look at their life and help them craft their, their journey and uh, be, be heroic in it. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is basically you have a story to tell it doesn't have to be, and I think again, this is for coaches, they have a vision of what the other guy's story is, their facility's better, they won more games, he's been coaching longer, uh, they're at this division school, I'm at this division school, and they feel like, well, I'm, I don't have as good of a story to tell, but what I heard you say in that explanation of, for instance, what the coach at Brown did to get you to come there is he really enthusiastically sold the vision, even though you could look at that time, there's a lot of other bigger, better on paper programs than Brown, but they were the ones talking to you. They sold the vision. You bought into that vision. So it seems like what you're saying is that it's important for coaches to simply enthusiastically, passionately come up with their story and then tell it. Yes, and make no apologies. It's like, yeah, right. our, our our weight room's crappy right now. We have plans. We're improving it. But you know what? We're not going to be prima donnas. We're going to go out and just knock the snot out of people we right. play against, or you know, different different sports. Obviously, right. we're going to have different sure. uh, vernacular. But right, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't work in tennis probably. But yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, so the story the story is shaped. Uh, but the passion and the and the direction, the the dream is what draws us forward. I wanted to mention one thing. Yeah, yeah. President Kennedy, when he, you know, pitched the the moonshot, you know, mm -hmm. the goal, the the big goal of putting, you know, astronauts on the moon in 1962, he didn't approach it and say, hey, you know what, we're going to do a lot of these. You know, um, micro habits, we're going to be, you know, really 
trying to do this more and this more and this more. He didn't start with the small stuff. Mm. He started with the big thing. You got to have the big vision that then magnetizes you and the people you're with. The big vision is the magnet and it draws you forward and it collects the, the resources and the people that are needed. And then you trust that if you see the destination clearly enough and you can share it with others, then they start sharing it as well. Well, all of a sudden you have this, this convergence mm -hmm. where the gifted people, the, 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 the organizers, the, the plans, the procedures, the details, the engineering, the this, the that, the this, the that. And then it does all work all the way back to the micro level of micro habits or micro goals or, you know, success based, you know, planning. Because I'm a huge fan of micro, you know, goals and objectives because right. you, you get a win, right? You get a win when you when you do each one. But you don't start there. You got to have the big vision. You've got to have the dream out there that draws everybody's attention. Everybody sits there and says, yeah, that's where we're going. Yeah. So, so again, as you say that, of course, I'm going to apply that. People that are listening to this would apply that to a team. So here I am, a coach out of college. I have my team and we have a season goal. We have even a four-year goal if it's you know bringing in a freshman class. Uh, and again, just to remind people, uh, they should go to the website, hityourbullseye.com. And there's a free form, the seven principles we're talking about that you could take your team through, I think, if, yes. if stop me if I'm wrong, because what, what really, I think, begins to, and you just <clears throat> mentioned it with, you know, with President Kennedy and, and the, the quest to, to land a man on the moon, that involved a big goal. And everybody had to be on board with it. Well, he had to communicate that. Um, so I think this is, we're not only talking about what you as a coach need to do to get yourself moving in the right direction, your program, but this also involves the other people involved with your program, does it not? One big team, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, again, hityourbullseye.com. If you, when you're done with the podcast uh, and we'll put the link up, then the coaches can go and, and download this, uh, the seven keys to convergence form. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about while we have some time is the, uh, the personal experience part. Because, yeah, you know, I'm going to combine that with another one about, you know, your successes and your setbacks, because that sort of makes up as coaches, our personal history or the history of a program. And again, I'm going to go to the coach who's listening to this who says, man, we just don't have that history. We've had nothing but setbacks. I'm in my fourth year and I thought it was going to go better. It's not. Uh, now I have these different pressures from our athletic director, our fan base, whatever it is. How does that turn into a positive? Because most coaches are trying to figure that out right now at some level. How do I take what happened last season, this negative, this setback, this thing I'm battling, and not have it be a weight around my neck, but actually a positive that goes towards achieving these goals that we're talking about? Yeah, that's that's nitty gritty, real stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'm reminded as you're as you're posing that of Walt Disney, uh, who went through bankruptcy, by the way, before he crafted you know his his mm -hmm. uh, empire um but he he talked he said vision 
is the ability to see the future with imagination. And we have to, we have to use our imagination to get past current reality. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you don't create characters or theme parks or, or your, your championship, your league championship or your improvement this year or whatever. Somebody's got to have a belief or a, a, an imagination that's leading things forward. So I'll just start with that. Um, and, and, but, that, and, and, and that has to be the coach in this scenario that we're talking about. It has to be the coach that has a vision, even if it's maybe not the perfect vision or there's better visions out there. It has to be his or her vision that gets defined and communicated. Yes, yes. Because yeah. leadership is all about direction mm-hmm. and destination, is mm-hmm. it not? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's you're trying to move a herd, <laughs> yeah. a, a herd of cats, right? Yeah, good definition. Uh, you're trying to move folks in a direction and towards an accomplishment or an arrival of whatever kind. And basically it's, it's about that. And, and to the extent that we've had trouble, we've, we've struggled, we've failed. Uh, You know, what's funny. I, I mentioned this in, in one part of the part of the book where I've talked with a lot of uh, fellow athletes and, you know, over the years, we've cycled through almost everybody in the NFL, let's say through the Nike camps and the elite 11 quarterback camps and all that stuff. And to the man, if you talk to him about the most emotional uh, memories they have, they're usually about their most painful losses. Mm. It's the one that got away. It's the dang it. If that ball hadn't been tipped or, you know, I had it in my hands, I dropped it. And, you know, it's the painful negative stuff that leaves a mark. Okay. We've got to understand that because that's true. And because our natural tendency is to keep cycling through these painful reminders. I'm a huge fan about revisiting your victories, revisiting Mm -hmm. your victories and almost programming yourself to, to, remind or to like basically renew your soul your spirit with the the victories of your life you know the 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 wins the because you might think people do that naturally but they don't yeah i agree yeah we we all we focus on what went wrong or boy i screwed up that or wish i would have done that differently same (laughs) that you were saying and which was going to be my question like so how do you do that? Because I think a coach would say, I'd love to do that. You're right. I need to do that more. What's the best way? Is that writing it down? Is it taking five minutes and thinking about it? Like what, what, what have you found works for, for John Nicholas? Well, I'll tell you the beauty of being in kind of a postseason mode for, for coaches or whoever, mm-hmm. whenever you have a downtime, even if it's just the weekend after the tournament or after the right. event or the game or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, Ideally, it's when you have a little bit of time to kind of reset. And you started our time together by even talking about resetting, you know, at the new year or at the new season or before the new season, ideally. We, we're we not trained to kind of assess our, our life <laughs> very well. And what I'm trying to do is help, help people assess and find the power where it is 
negate the the the, the negative stuff in, in a way that you're going to convert it, you're going to turn it, whatever, uh, learn from it at least, uh, forgive it, release it, whatever. You know, yeah. there's the different elements, but it's a profound opportunity that most people don't take because we're too distracted. We have too many things flying around us. So we all kind of need to retreat periodically so that we can be clear about what the heck we're doing. Right. right? Where we're going, what, what we see ahead, you know, and if, because, you know, most things are more caught than taught. Mm -hmm. It's more about what's caught than taught. The head coach for, for us that was taking a horrible football program, in our case, and turning it into an Ivy champ, he, he wasn't a very good coach. But he was really good at, at presenting, you know, a positive picture. And, and telling the uh, story. Yeah. Bringing out the us. best. Yeah, there was a yeah. story going on. Is there a story going on in your life? Yes, there is. Is it a bad story? Maybe. Well, it's time to turn the story around and direct it. Well, how? where do you direct it? Well, that's where the digging is. And I'm sorry, you know, I had to dig and I caution people on the front end of, of hit your bullseye. It's like, hey, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna dig through some stuff, but you're going to find treasure. You know, you're, you may find some toxic stuff, which we're, we'll deal with, but you're going to find some treasure, some keys, some uh, some nuggets, some you know, some true treasure that's going to uh, launch you towards seemingly impossible goals and achievements. Because that's my story, and I'm sharing it with you. The last point in your book, um, as we start to wrap up, is point number seven of these seven key factors your opportunities and challenges, and you really focus on how you make a decision on which direction to go. So as you go through this path, and just like life, should I take the road to the left or the road to the right? Is it choice number A, B, or C? And we all have to make these decisions and these choices. And you talk about um, you know, how to do that, basically, because I think we all suffer a little bit from analysis paralysis. So, so many options, I'm going to think about it, look at it, and I never even take action. So action seems to be the important component at the end to, as you described, bring all these convergences together where you get something powerful. You better believe it. Uh, it but it's not like I've got a, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a hustle mode thing. You know, there's kind of this hustle mindset that's been kind of sold that that's the thing. Well, it's really more vision driven. Uh, but but again, going back to your to your question, yeah. decision making is simply you're looking through a lens that you already understand how you're made, where you're going, uh, what's what served you in the past, uh, and basically, you know, does it fit? Is it convergent? Does it fit? into a convergent uh, approach. Mm -hmm. it's, it makes decision-making very easy because you start recognizing things that, hey, that's just, I mean, I tell the story about, you know, uh, uh, what one business venture that I had, um, you know, sold the investors. It, it had great, great upside. It was incredible. 
And, and yet I was the wrong fit. I mean, because it, the, the investors should have known that, but they were taken by, you know, the, the, the opportunity right. and the business model perspective. Uh, but we get pretty good at recognizing whether things line up with the rest. Right. Is it in alignment or is it convergent? You know, does it fit within those parameters? And so once you get a, a better feel for those things, boom, you're easily making decisions. You're easily charting your course yeah. or more easily. It's never a, a snap, yeah. but. And, and just to remind people, I mean, so we're going over an entire book uh, very quickly here in this podcast uh, so they can order the book at bullseye-book.com or on Amazon, any of the book places that you're going to find books. It's not on Amazon yet. Uh, we're, we're, we're going to be releasing it later this month. Uh, but it. right now you can get a pre-release, uh, you know, ebook PDF. Right. And, and I've got it discounted for, for friends and family to, to get a, get an early look. Uh, so that's at hityourbullseye.com or, bullseye-book.com. Either one gets you there and you okay. can check it out and you can get that free summary, which I think will get you going, uh, yeah. you know, with, with some preliminary findings. No, and I'm excited about what this could do for a coach because a lot of coaches feel stuck in terms mm -hmm. of their career, where they're at, what they're trying to do, but they just can't. And they've, to your point, they've never really been taught how to go through this process and, align what their strengths and weaknesses are, but still I'll have them going towards the goal that they want to achieve. I also think it could be a valuable book, uh, handout, the, 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 uh, the seven points that are the seven keys chart that they can download for free on that website to go through that with their team because they want their team moving in the same direction. And so I think that's, that's going to be valuable. Last word of encouragement that you would give a coach who, <clears throat> who is feeling stuck is maybe thinking like some of the things you said resonated. Um, what What is your takeaway message for them? Well, for one thing, it's a discouraging time of year. You need to know that uh, because they, they uh, mental health experts have targeted the third Monday of each new year as Blue Monday. And that's when most people feel the effects of uh, holiday bills arriving, uh, you know, broken resolutions already, uh, bad weather, and and basically, you know, where has the holiday cheer gone? Well, right. now it's discouraging and I got to deal with reality, right? right? So you're not alone. And this is the most common thing to humanity is to feel a, a letdown or a discouragement. So you have the power and the opportunity to take a whole new approach and have a whole new vision for your life. Uh, and, and I'm excited about it. And I'm excited about it for you. College Recruiting Weekly is a production of Tudor Collegiate Strategies, copyright 2023 and 2024. To contact the host, email him at dan at dantutor.com. Also, remember to rate and review our podcast right now. Plus, tell your fellow coaches about the show. And stay tuned for the next amazing episode of the College Recruiting Weekly Podcast.